I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Good morning and welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball when you download for the best daily fantasy app. In this episode, I will be delivering you two MLB best bets along with two prize pick selections and a lean in prize picks. I'm not totally sure if I'm going to be playing it yet, but I will have a prize picks Twitter space at 5 p.m. Eastern on my Twitter, which is linked below, as well as the link to get a full deposit match on prize picks if you want to play along with us. Let's do a recap of yesterday and a quick recap of last week because it, of course, is Monday, August 22nd. We had a gut-wrenching day yesterday to end the week. We went 1-2 and two with some really tough bets. Honestly, it pissed me off. The Braves dominated the first five innings before a Jordan Alvarez base hit that scored two runs to tie it up. Of course, they ended up tied after five innings as the Braves lost out on plenty of opportunities to put it away. We took the Giants through the first five, which was one of the worst beats of the season. They dominated the whole way through and even won the full game, of course. But of course... Brian Servin, you all know Brian Servin, hit a two-run home run in the bottom of the fifth to tie it, and we lost. But it wasn't all bad. We took the over in Phillies versus Mets, which was phenomenal. Reminded us of our play of the month. It hit very early on, and the rest of the game produced runs at an electric rate. We went 10-7 and last week, which was good for 1.64 units in the green. We love a positive week, and we're going to do it again this week. Just to recap, our regular season record is now 177-145, and winning at a 55% rate. We are plus 31.84 units. This is the week where we get to 35 units, people. Let's start with the Milwaukee Brewers versus the Los Angeles Dodgers. In this game, just to let you guys know, this is the only game that I really have action on because the rest of the games, there's a lot of big, heavy favorites that don't really deserve it. But then you look at the underdogs, and there isn't really a way they can win either. So there's no spreads. The totals seem pretty spot on. But this is the game where I found the most value, and that is, again, the Milwaukee Brewers versus Los Angeles Dodgers at 10, 10 p.m. Eastern. It's Eric Lauer, lefty for the Brewers, who's 8-5 and five of the 3.58 ERA and a 1-2-0 whip, taking on Julio Arias, lefty for the Dodgers with a 13-6 and six record. He's got a 2-4-0 ERA and a 0.9. 8 whip. We're going to head to Los Angeles for the first game of a three-game set. The Dodgers are proving they are the best team in baseball by a wide margin. They have 84 wins. They're the only team with 80-plus wins, and they have the best run differential by a country mile. Do they have a weakness? You could say the closer. Craig Kimbrell is certainly one. But weirdly enough, they aren't as powerful against Eric Lauer. And lefties in general. They're still good against lefties. They're just not the crazy juggernaut that you might think like you put any right hander in front of the Dodgers and they'll crush him they just beat up on the front runner for the NL Young, Sandy Alcantara for six runs over three and two thirds and 10 hits I mean they just crushed him against lefties however they aren't quite the same force since the trade deadline the Dodgers ranked 17th in WRC plus against Southpaws with the 16th ranked ISO and OPS but since the All-Star break, they're 7th in baseball in WRC+, so most of those struggles have come as of late. Over the full season, they have the 11th-ranked OPS against lefties. It's still the Dodgers. They're still above average against them. They're not bad at anything, but the numbers do speak for themselves that they might struggle a little bit more against left-handers. 
While the Dodgers may struggle in the early parts of the game, I have very little faith in the Brewers' bullpen. Outside of Devin Williams, there isn't much to hang your hat on, and most of them are right-handed pitchers. On top of that, Devin Williams has not quite looked like the same reliever that we saw earlier in the season. I think it'll be low-scoring early, then the Dodgers take a sizable lead late. Talk about struggling against lefties. How about the frickin' Milwaukee Brewers? They're another team that can really hit right-handers, but lefties just shove against them. Since the All-Star break, they rank 29th in WRC Plus with a 596 OPS. A 596 OPS. Yes, I'm hitting my fist against my hand. That is so bad, ladies and gentlemen. Today, they'll face one of the better southpaws in the game at a pitcher-friendly park. I'm expecting just a terrible day from the Brewers' offense. Eric Lauer will get the ball for the Brewers. and his last start against the Dodgers, he threw seven innings and only allowed four hits and two earned runs. That was his last start, like his previous start. It came on August 15th. And now the Dodgers will get another crack at him. The familiarity should bode well for the Dodgers, but I just don't think they'll blow him up because they haven't had much success against him in the past. But I love that they just saw him. And Arias is going to get the ball for the Dodgers, who's in line for another really solid start against the Brewers. The familiarity here doesn't concern me as much as the Brewers' offense just straight up doesn't match up well against him. They've never been able to hit him, and since the trade deadline, we're looking at the fifth worst offense in terms of WRC Plus against Southpaws. They just cannot hit a lefty. In terms of OPS this season, the Brewers are worse during night games and worse on the road. The Brewers also have to travel from Chicago to Los Angeles without an off day in between while the Dodgers get to sit at home and sleep in their own beds. This should be a terrible day for the Brewers' offense, as most of the high-leverage arms are available to come in after Arias. I think the Brewers will be pretty lucky to score one run today, so I'll be on the Dodgers' spread. The reason I'm putting more stock into the Dodgers than maybe the full game under is I believe the Brewers could score one, maybe two runs, and I think the Dodgers actually have a really good day today. I'll be on the Dodgers' spread, and I'll be taking the under on the team total of the Brewers for a sprinkle because it's at plus value. So my picks are the Dodgers spread, which is minus a half, minus one and a half, of course, in the full game at minus 120. And I like the Brewers under two and a half runs. That's for their team total, the whole game. Love it. At plus 105. We're going to get a rested Dodgers bullpen with guys like Caleb Ferguson, guys like Phil Bickford, guys like Evan Phillips. I think Vesia could even throw today. You know, you got Almonte. We just have all of the best Dodgers bullpen arms available behind Julio Arias. The Brewers should struggle mightily today. I could see them getting shut out. So I have 1.2 units to win one unit on the Dodgers spread, but I only have 0.5 units to win 0.53 units on the Brewers team total because it is plus money and two and a half is very low. I'm not going to put a full unit on it, but I do think that it's worth a sprinkle. But again, the Dodgers should win this game by more than two runs. So let's get into the prize pick selections, our player props of the day. There are two that I really want to target and one that I'm definitely leaning on. The first is Jose Miranda for the Minnesota Twins over one and a half bases. This kid, Jose Miranda, the young right-hander for the Minnesota Twins, straight up rakes, and he's much better against lefties. He's going to go up against Cole Reagans, who's a young rookie lefty who doesn't scare me that much. And when you look at the kind of pitches that Jose Miranda hits well, he really hits change-ups and curveballs, and that is mostly what you're going to see from Cole Reagans outside of a mediocre fastball. Love his over one-and-a-half total bases. He also has suspiciously low home run odds. I think he hits one yard against 
Uh, Cole Reagan's and I'll probably be sprinkling on his home run prop as well. The next one is, I think, a very good one if he plays, but I think we should monitor this situation because Shohei Otani left yesterday's game with an illness. I really want to take his under 7.5 fantasy score. He's going to go up against Jeffrey Springs and then a raised bullpen that plays the matchups very well. They'll know how to get to him. As well, Shohei Otani at the plate just hasn't looked as great lately. I don't think he gets a 7.5. There is the risk that he's just not in the lineup because the illness is getting to him. But if he does play and they force him into the lineup, he won't be at 100% and he doesn't match up well against Jeffrey Springs. So I would love to take his under fantasy score when it comes to him at the plate. And then my lean is I do like Julio Arias over strikeouts. But the only problem is it's at 6.5. It's a pretty high one. And Julio Arias just faced him. So there's always that opportunity that he doesn't really get the strikeouts. But I got to say, I love Julio Arias' matchup today. There's going to be a lot of different ways I want to play him. So make sure that you join our prize picks Twitter space at around 5 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be diving into the slate. We're going to have a great day. But remember that it's not gambling advice. Thank you.